0: Uh, Kinah Ches. So to uh, just summarize the kinah and to maybe bring something we can learn from over here. Uh, In this kinah, the author relates uh, what he would tell God if he could fly to heaven. I mean, it's interesting. We know Hashem is everywhere. But yet the imagery of this, if you could fly to heaven, what would you tell God? I mean, the question is, is (laughs) what would you tell God? And if you would tell God something, what's stopping you from telling God? Uh, The author goes on to explain and to describe his emotional pain, the tears that he would shed, how he would cry and cry till his cheeks turned to water, his face would be running like a stream. He says how he would scream on the top of his lungs, and he explains the uh, devastation that he felt and his pain from the Beis Hamigdash being destroyed. He says that he would tell God about the pain of Yerushalayim, the pain of the residents of Yerushalayim, the base migdash the Aaron that was, uh, the Mizbeach that was destroyed. He would scream to God. He wonders, where's Hashem? He laments the fact that he seemingly can't find God. Simultaneously, the, uh, this, Simultaneously as he does this, obviously he's talking to God. So he acknowledges God's presence. And he acknowledges that really God was there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Although it might be hard to see, mm-hmm. but Hashem is really there. So the Svarim bring down that there's two types of crying. There's Bechia Shel and there's Bechia Shel and Bechia Shel There are two types of crying. There's crying that makes you feel worse after you cry. You feel down, you feel more broken, you feel more weak. Harder to deal with life. And then there's crying tikva and crying shaltikun. Another type of crying that even though you go through pain, and even though it feels hard, but at the end, you're left more hopeful. You left, You feel stronger to deal with life. You feel a little bit more uplifted. You feel better about your situation. Now, on Tisha I believe it's the crying shell tikva. obviously. It's not just to mourn the loss, but at the end, we should feel more hopeful and more, upli- uh, more uplifted. And that's why the, this author, he dances on the line of crying because things are terrible. He would scream to God. He'd fly to heaven. He would tell Hashem everything that's on his mind. But at the same time, acknowledging God's presence. So on Tisha B'av, we don't say Tachnun because we know it's a Moed. Rabbi Nachman explains that the word Bechiyah is Rosh Yatevas, Yagilu Kol Hayom In your name, we rejoice all day. Again, because it's Bechiyah Shel Tikva, it's this second type of crying that we're supposed to be left feeling stronger, knowing that Hashem is going to bring the final Gula, knowing Hashem is going to bring the redemption. That's so why Kinnas is Osios Tikun fixing because we turn our lamenting into a Tikkun, into fixing to know that the deeper message is here is that Hashem is going to come for His lost people and He's been returning us back to Eretz Yisro. and that no matter what you've done in your life, no matter how bad the situation looks no matter what you may up, be up against no matter what you've experienced, there's a Tikkun for everything there's gonna be a perfect fixing and everything is going to be under the category yagilu this crying of hope knowing that no matter what you've done in your life no matter how far you feel you've gone there's always an av the base of destroyed in the month of av that we have a father who's perfectly exacting everything that it's not for nothing and everything could be fixed just to end with a story over here uh, so after Rav Yitzchak Mivorka, after he died, his son Mendel, he made a deal with his son Mendel that if he come when he dies, he's gonna come go back from Shemayim and he's gonna visit his son Rav Mendel in a dream and tell him what's it, what, what it's like in Shemayim. And sometime after he died, and Rav Mendel, his son, he could, he could his father didn't come visit him, so he went to his father's closest friend, the Kotzke Rebbe, and he said, you know, I know you were my father's best friend. My father said he was going to visit me, but I haven't heard anything. Did you hear anything from him?" And the Kutzke Rebbe says, "'To tell you the truth, your father told me that he was going to come back, and he'd tell me also what it's like in Shemayim, but I haven't heard anything from him either. Let me go there, and let me find out what's with your father.'" So the story goes that the Kutzke Rebbe went up to Shemaim to look for the Vorka Rebbe. He's looking. He can't find him anyplace. And he asks, the heavens, did you see the Vorka Rebbe? He said, yeah, we see there's a, there's a forest all the way down there. If so you travel through the forest, <coughs> you can go ahead and you can, you can find them. So the Vorka Rebbe gets there, I mean uh, the Kutzka Rebbe gets there, and he sees it's the ugliest, nastiest forest he's ever seen in his life. And he hears this amazing wailing, this crying sound, and he starts traveling through the forest and traveling and traveling finally he makes it through the forest and at the other end of the forest there's he sees the Vorka Rebbe and what does he see by the Vorka Rebbe he sees there's an ocean in front of him and the Vorka Rebbe says he says my good friend the Kutzka Rebbe he goes do you know what this ocean is have you seen this before Kutzka Rebbe says no I haven't and the Vorka Rebbe says this is the ocean of tears this is the ocean of tears of Klai Yisrael from all the generations of their crying And when I went up to Shemayim, I told Hashem, I said, Hashem, I'm not going to leave until you dry up this river of tears, until you take away these these tears and you turn them into tears of Tikkun. You know, the Gemara says, Gemara in Brachas, it says, We know that the gates of tears are open. We don't have the Beis HaMikdash anymore. So you might feel at a loss, but I believe on Tisha B'Av we have tears of hope that Hashem is looking down on us, and Hashem should dry up his sea of tears with the final redemption of Mashiach bin David.